Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Trinivale. Ooh, my little drummer boys and girls, here they come, playing a delightful tune, welcoming you to this world. Jesus is Lord and he is my best friend. My best friend. Jens, cool. I played the drums and Jesus said he loved me. The <laughs> song is like that. <laughs> yep, it's the song. Uh, Jesus is real in Trinavale, but he's just a guy. Uh, but other than that, it's still a cool world. A world where the truth is in flux. Rules can be rewritten. And one day soon, there will be peace in Circuit City. Oh my God. <laughs> it is a true adventurer's paradise. Today's story begins in the glitzy city of Ilavas, where the Trinaville triplets have danced their way into the hearts of high society. However, while they raise their glasses to Prince Aster and feast on Star Bananas Foster, their friend Keith, stuck in negotiations with the silver-haired children of the Gnomish Queen, finds he has no cause for similar celebration. Can Onyx and her brothers help save her Lilliputian lover? Or has the situation reached the point of gnome return? <laughs> Very good. Only time will tell. And so, without further ado, let's rejoin Retrieval Team 22 and begin Chapter 21 of the Trinavale Adventure. Woohoo! a pum pum. Can't stress enough that Jesus is real in this world. <laughs> <laughs> but Jesus is just an aspect of Nadas, right? <laughs> no, just a normal guy. Maybe, oh, maybe one day. Is Trinivale a prequel to Earth? <laughs> before, before, before Christ. Yes, much before Christ. Uh, there are dinosaurs, you just haven't seen them. <laughs> That's why they call this the BBC. <laughs> oh, that makes no sense. No. Hello, friends, and welcome back. 
to the table. I am your dungeon master, aka Dunkle Caldwell Tanner, and I am joined by Jens Lindell, former Prince Pricker, future Prince Licker. Oh, I'm gonna sleep my way to the top. <laughs> That's right. I'm going for the prince. I did not see that twist. Wow. Wait, the prince the prince is like a 50-year-old man, right? Yeah, he's 46, I believe. Okay. <laughs> In the clear. Jens, Jens is going for it. All right, you know what? Shoot your shot, man. Uh, we'll, I support it. I support this. Uh, we'll do some charisma rolls in just a bit, but for now, who's next? Okay. Onyx Lumiere, defender of the robot and slayer of the clockwork despot. Mm. Whoa. Very good Incredible. despot. Run. I took maybe some liberties with the pronunciation of some of those. <laughs> <laughs> there is precedent. I think it's actually robo and despo, uh, but you were close. <laughs> <laughs> still, the rhyme would still work. Despot. <laughs> Can't finish a salad or feel valid. Naya of the Ranafort. <laughs> With good reason. Wow, we. <laughs> oh no, I just remembered what happened. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to be more specific. Which part? Where I threw up an hors d'oeuvre? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just remembered Nyak's con score. <laughs> he lost constitution. Uh, Nyak created bread from nothing. And then <laughs> I tried to wish it better with a BB. <laughs> <laughs> but it was too risky. <laughs> I got minus one to constitution now. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> okay, so I know that we need to see um, if Jens has a future with the Prince or if they are just friends. But okay. first, how about a quick recap of what happened last time? Yes, Let's please. do it. That sounds delicious. Fantastic. All right. So when last we met... You three received a call from Blavin Blandfoot letting you know he had discovered the location of the second divine relic, a garland of stars, a.k.a. the Starland. The Starland. Mm. Fearing the line might be tapped, Blavin told you to meet him in the high elven city of Ilavas. And so you hopped on another totally unnecessary airplane flight and made your way to Jinza's homeland. Once there, Blavin revealed that the Starland is actually the crown given to the future high king on the day they come of age. Blavin further revealed that this crown was going to be bestowed upon Prince Aster by his fathers at a coronation ceremony later that evening. Jins then reminded everyone that Prince Aster was the titular prince that he pricked one year ago that got him banned from the city and suggested that they exercise extreme caution upon entering. And so, using a combination of Dimension Door, Thunderstep, and one very horny moonicorn, <laughs> you four made your way into the Dome of Nadas. Once inside, you try to fit in with the rest of the crowd, but instantly pissed off a Warforged robot named Jeff Bridges. You pissed him off so bad you almost blew your cover. Afterwards, however, the king's royal advisor came out to announce the beginning of the festivities, and Jens quickly realized that the advisor was none other than his super solid childhood friend, Rebecca. You quickly rendezvoused with her and very sweatily explained that you needed to touch the prince's <laughs> crown to your big golden egg. Rebecca, as is her nature, agreed to do you all a solid and put in a good word. She then began the ceremony, during which the two kings combined their crowns into one and bestowed some of the essence of Nidas that flowed through them into their son, who was revealed to not actually be a child, but in fact a 46-year-old elvish man. 
After the ceremony, several patrons brought gifts to the prince, including the warforged robot, who was tossed in the dungeon for bringing the prince a carton of normal eggs. <laughs> Feeling bad about the robot's plight, Keychain volunteered to spring him from jail. You three then seized your chance to speak with Aster, and Jins, instead of offering him the egg as a gift, begged for his forgiveness and offered to do another dance to make amends. At Rebecca's urging, the prince agreed, and you three proceeded to absolutely bring the house down with an amazing, grease-covered, eldritch-blasted dance spectacular. While you danced, however, Keychain discovered that the guards who had taken Jeff Bridges to the dungeon were actually undercover agents of coin. Using his arcane chomp, he kept the villains at bay until you finished your dance. Inspired by your performance, the prince then forgave Jins and offered to grant any request you might have. You three were then able to touch the egg to the Starlin crown, cracking it further and growing ever closer to awakening the hidden god. As a show of confidence, the prince also bestowed a sliver of Nadasa's essence upon Jins and then freed Jeff Bridges from his prison. The traitorous guards were also apprehended, and Rebecca was made into Ilavas's newest prime minister. All in all, a pretty solid day. <laughs> and that is where we are now. All right. You know, she's a tough hang, but she's solid. <laughs> and that's why she's our work friend. What does that mean to be a tough hang? It's like, she's kind of just a tough hang. <laughs> An uphill battle, a slog. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of want to know like a little more but about what that means. We just don't have a lot to talk about. Okay, I see. Like so maybe, is it possible that you're the tough hang? <laughs> <laughs> Nayak? What is, what is Onyx saying right now? <laughs> Nayak pauses for 10 seconds and says, impossible. <laughs> Not likely. Okay, yeah, I just felt like we should maybe explore two sides of the story. But yeah, no, I agree. It's our fault. You know when there's like three people who hang out a lot and like usually like two of them are better friends and there's one that's like, <laughs> if you had to be alone with that person, it would be like a lot. Uh, you see Rebecca comes over and says, It is true. One time, Jins and I went to the movie alone, and it was super weird. See? She's kind of a tough, kind of a tough hang. But she's great. Yeah, she made me pretty uncomfortable just now. Like, we were talking about her, and I would think... She's standing right behind you, Nyack. Okay. It's so solid that she just hears us talking shit about her, and she's cool with it. That's just, that's just the level of solidness we're talking about here. I understand. Wow. It would be weird if you liked every aspect of my personality. Yep. Wow. A deep understanding for the complication that is socializing. <laughs> and yet it's weird to talk about out loud. Yeah. <laughs> A bit, yes. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, I'm going to go somewhere else because, wow. <laughs> Onyx wanders away. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jins, did you want to try and roll charisma to see uh, how the prince is feeling about you? Yeah, I guess I'll say to Prince Aster, um, listen, I know, uh, you know, birthday party, a lot of people around and everything, but if you ever wanted to just hang out one-on-one, -on -one, because I'm very into this whole money and influence thing that you've got going on. Oh, you like money, yes? Yes. <laughs> the way you talk is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much money. Perhaps you would like to come and see my monies. I would, I would love to someday just come and see your money. <laughs> Do you want to go on a date where we just look at all your money? <laughs> Onyx is watching this and realizes now why Jens pities her relationship with Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Go and roll uh, Persuasion with Advantage. <laughs> <Okay>. 27. 
<laughs> oh, wow. Hey. Let's get out of here, huh? Cool, yeah, let's go look at all your money. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Very well. Um, you two ride off on miniature ponies um, towards one of his mini vaults. While they're riding the miniature ponies, can I dismiss the spell? <laughs> from <underneath? laughs> And pretend like I did it on accident, but kind of just out of curiosity. Jens is fully, thinking about going towards a vault of money, is fully rock hard and breaks his boner as... <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? Ah, nothing. James, are you fine. okay? Everything's fine. <laughs> We're all good here. Everything's good to go. You, you seem injured. Are you all right? I'll summon some guards. I'm fine. <laughs> Crying. I'm fine, <laughs> Prince. Uh, he reaches out his hand to pick you up. Wow, uh, Jens. Um. <laughs> blushes and um, I think as he grabs his hand he looks at it I've never seen a hand so smooth from so little work you you truly must be so so rich I I use over 100 tinctures and oils and lotions every day each of them cost $1,000 individually that's so wasteful uh, and then I like to dip him and I what Jens is imagining is like this like beautiful moment of people coming together I, I dip him and go to kiss him while I imagine people are just booing around me what do you say we get out of here and go look at my money I would love nothing more <laughs> awesome uh, he kisses you back, and you spend the evening rolling around in his money pit. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nayak, what do you and Onyx do uh, at the party after Jin's dips? Uh, first I say, it looks like that prince will be pricked again. <laughs> I'm done. Nayak, I'm telling you, this is your day. You have had so many good one-liners. This is so good. I think it's because I've thrown up everything that's inside me and I had a sip of wine. I'm oh. feeling very socially lubricated. Like I could even, wow. right now I could even talk to Rebecca. I really feel like I could just like hang with anyone. I mean, why don't you do talk to Rebecca then? I don't, I would, I don't want to do that. I was just saying like I could. Okay, no, I get that. I kind of, I was like, get me out of this situation as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. No way. Totally. Yeah, what should what should we what should we do, honest? <laughs> I mean, I'm down to just get absolutely trashed, you know, uh, and maybe look for the guards that were, you know, being operated by coin, and just you know get them to uh, get rid of their parasites, or maybe just kind of give them a light beating. <laughs> that sounds awesome. How do I? How can I get drunk? How do you get drunk? Oh, how do you do that? Okay. Uh, well, do you have a favorite uh, drink to be drinking? Um, I had a, a sip of wine at the party, and that was that was okay. Did it sit okay? Okay, then you get. I threw up a little bit, so I think maybe there could be maybe something else. I don't know. So you take <laughs> that sip that you took, and then you mm -hmm. do it a bunch more times. A couple more times. Uh, probably more than a couple, but yeah, you just kind of build a pile of sips in your stomach. <laughs> Nayak pours a bottle of wine down his mouth. <laughs> 
Uh, roll a constitution save. Can I give him a help, the help action? Yeah. Like I'm holding his mullet back, even though a mullet naturally holds itself back. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a good handhold for sure. You can really get your hands on a mullet. Oh, you can hold on to a silver rat tail. Yeah. Ooh. All right, wait, so I get advantage? Yeah. <clears throat> With advantage? You're going to shake your head no like that? Well, I haven't, I, it's a nine. I rolled a nine. Okay. Well, I rolled a 10, but I got a nine. With advantage? <laughs> I rolled a nine and and that would have been an eight. So with advantage, I rolled a nine and a 10. I mean, in this instance, rolling a nine is good because it means you're drunk as hell. <laughs> and that was your goal. That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you are absolutely toasted. Um, you head down to the uh, dungeon in this domed building uh and you do see the two guards of coin imprisoned in a jail cell and you want to go just beat the shit out of them i was thinking i mean we could just kind of ask them like what did they send you for yeah man what the fuck <laughs> they send you for to come here for man oh you're so much more eloquent i push neck in front of me to lead this conversation <laughs> <laughs> i talked to uh, a wall right next to these guys <laughs> What the fucking brought you here in the first place, friends? You see that the minions of coin are surprisingly intimidated by Nyak's tactic. <laughs> he he's not even talking directly to us. Oh, he's good. He's so not afraid of you that he got absolutely trashed before he came to talk to you. <laughs> All right, fine. We'll tell you everything. Okay. We we were sent here by cash. Oh, so the name did stick. <laughs> the name stuck. He, okay. he kind of digs it. Yes, you the name is absolutely mixer. sticking. It's catching on. He actually instructed that if we don't call him Cash, he would instantly execute us. Okay, is uh, he spelling the uh, with the uh, dollar sign for the S? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, okay, yes. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Nyack falls on the ground laughing. That actually was all the intel I wanted. Thank you so much. I'm just kidding. We were going to tell you what we were going to do with the kings, but sure. Okay, fuck it. Yeah, I want to know more. Well, we had a, a demiplane spell built into a machine. Uh, we were essentially going to build a, a sniper rifle with a demiplane spell baked into it and fire it at the kings, thus creating a portal with two doors uh, and then the other minions of coin would open the door on the other side of the portal and pull the kings through so that coin could absorb their essence from a safe distance. Oh, and uh, I've known coin to prefer, you know, gods, but he is also into just eating general royalty. <laughs> well, no, you see, the kings have the essence of Nadas in them as well. Ah, they I are see. both the aspects of tact. Oh. Yes. Okay. The the king's lineage has passed down the essence of Nadas from king to king, and they have served as the aspect of tact for generations. I see. And that was the ceremony you saw earlier tonight, was them passing their essence down to their son. One day when they die, he will inherit their full essence uh, and become the new aspect. Does this mean... You see the guard tur- turns to the other guard and says, Should I keep talking? I feel like I've told them quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, keep talking, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh, God, do whatever he says. Do whatever he says. Yeah, maybe just give us now some personal embarrassing information that you never wanted anyone to know. Oh, yes. Uh, I love shitting in urinals. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. 
Okay. Wow. You see the uh, other guard turns to him. He's uh, like, what? Onyx wanders <laughs> away. I put my arm around him and I say, you know, I actually puked in that urinal. <laughs> he looks you dead in the eye and says, we're not the same. <laughs> Adios, amigo. <laughs> Uh, so the rest of the night is an absolute blur. Um, you all meet up uh, at Blavin's hotel room that he's been camping out in the next day. Absolutely hungover. Uh, Jins, I imagine you're up early with a glow on your face cooking breakfast for the gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wake up early. What's up, everybody? I'm going to be a king. <laughs> oh, okay. And that means something to you? Oh, my head. Yeah, why, why wouldn't it? You're just getting to boss people around? Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, she's curious. I'm so happy for you, brother. It's everything you've ever looked for in a lover. Wealth. <laughs> this is huge. This is enormous. Yes, money money and power. <laughs> Amazing. It's incredible. Are you, are you not understanding something? I'm I, so confused. I'm understanding perfectly well. Okay. I think this okay. is incredible. I want to give you a hug, brother. I just think Onyx thinks I'm a tough hang. What? Onyx? Oh, I'm sorry. I... <laughs> Wandered away. <laughs> um, you see a golden robot swan flies in through the window uh, with a basket of pastries and gold for gins. Wow. <laughs> it says XOXO Aster. Last night was fun. This is so embarrassing. I'm so rich now. <laughs> um, do, do you guys want any of this stuff? I don't really... Nah, my rent is paid for, so I actually have no material needs. <laughs> I'll take I'll take the golden swan. Katie? Katie, do you want a croissant? Yes. I will take one golden robot swan. Yes, thank you for asking. Okay. Katie actually can't have any. <laughs> I punch Jen. <laughs> I kick Jen in the back of his knee. <laughs> I fall over. Brother, do you want to save the? Do you want to save the note? Do you want to write back to the king? Why would I? What? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just I'm confused. Well, because he wrote you a letter, brother. So so it's he likes like me. Cor- <laughs> you see that the note is actually magic, and there's a dot 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 that appears on it, and then up to anything today? Question mark. Yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> Brother, he's corresponding. <laughs> he's go- right, and when I decide to come back Please. to the city, I will be, you know, like we'll hook up again. I don't know. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe say that, brother. I'll get to stay in the castle. He's waiting for I... a response. If you want to be the king, you may need to be a little more uh, straightforward and available to this person. Oh my God! Do you think there would be that much responsibility? <laughs> Heavy, heavy is the head. I think, yeah, when you are a partner of someone, there are many expectations, you know, emotional needs, even just physically being there sometimes. I mean, there's just many responsibilities that Did come. you learn this from Katie? Um, I'm currently braiding Katie's hair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, tighter. there's something. It's make the knots tighter. Okay, I make them tighter. Yeah, okay, I hear you. You're so pretty. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. This knot is not French. This needs to be a French knot. Okay, uh, I'm so sorry. Regular. I did a farmer's braid, but you want a French braid. I see. Okay. So um, while you munch on pastries and uh, braid Katie's hair and Nyack, I guess you kind of just hug the toilet. 
Mm-hmm. I think I also just keep like saying that the French braid isn't good just so I can redo it again. <laughs> <laughs> just touch your hair a little longer. <laughs> um, so you make it through a few variations of this braid, uh, and then eventually your phone starts to buzz. Um, this time the number is not unlisted. It is a call from Keith. Yeah, uh, I think this is for you, Jens. <laughs> oh, uh, Jens catched it. Oh, I'm sorry. You were saying something about how if you want to be in a relationship, then you need to like be responsible and like caring for somebody else. Yeah, but I was also saying something about you know being really explicit. You know, sort of I, like if no one has right, said being, that you're in a relationship, explicit, so yeah, if you want to break up with Keith, then you can break up with Keith. Your mom said you're in a relationship. Obviously, that would be the death knell on a relationship if your mom approves of it. I'll get the phone. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Keith. <laughs> Jens and Alex just two fucking grifters. <laughs> I wander away. <laughs> Hello, Nyak, is that you? It sure is. Um, Is uh, Onyx there? Is she in the shower, perhaps, or something? Um, She is near the shower. <laughs> Okay. She's wandered away. She's close by. I can, but I can chat. I'm around. Well, yes, this really can't wait. So you'll have to relay the information. Um, I'm afraid I have good news and uh, bad news. So, okay, um, well, hit me, with the, hit me with the good news and let's save the bad news for another time. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the, the other time would have to be directly after the good news, I'm afraid. They are kind of related, oh, unfortunately. Okay, fine. Back to back then. So sassy over the phone. So the good news is uh, I've located the jewel Tinker's Tool uh, referenced in the Hidden God's Riddle. Amazing. Um, I believe it refers to a magical gavel used in high-profile court cases, in fact. Okay, I put it on speakerphone uh, just for everybody. (laughs) Can everyone hear me? Is this good? I didn't tell Keith he was on speakerphone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still loudly talking to Onyx about Keith. (laughs) (laughs) Just creating more chaos in the room. (laughs) I'm just saying, what I have with the prince is totally different than what you have with Keith. Okay, I know, I agree, I understand that, okay? Look, I made no commitment, it's okay if my feelings stray. (gasps) Oh, shit. (laughs) I put that on speakerphone. (laughs) Anyway, the bad news... Uh huh. Well, it seems like there's a lot of news today, but uh, the bad news I was referring to is um, you've been summoned to appear in the very court that the magic gavel presides over, and you must now stand trial for the crime of murdering the Queen of Gnomes. Oh. I had nothing to do with that. See, this is why you can't get in too deep. You know what I mean? <laughs> Unfortunately, Onyx, you are on trial, and Jins, you and Nyak are on trial as accomplices as well. Um, oh. oh! Fortunately for me, as a citizen of the new Gnomelandian Republic, I have been absolved of my crimes as part of the, the new agreement in the constitution of our people, but one of the last remaining terms of the prince's and princess's abdication is that uh, you stand trial. I fear that if you do not participate, it could launch the Gnomelands into another civil war. And I, I fear this one might not be as petite. Okay, well, I am nothing if not uh, 
if not conscious of how delicate peace in the Gnomelands is. So I will appear on trial. And then I think I uh, minor illusion some glasses on all of us because I know that juries are more sympathetic for uh, defendants who wear glasses. <laughs> we must play the game. You know, it's a game. It's honestly a game and we've got yes. to play it. Life is just a game and you just do whatever you want. <laughs> well, do not say that in court. Please do not. What? Okay. <laughs> oh my God, I can see for the first time in my entire life. <laughs> Is this why you've been missing, Maya? <laughs> I, I think I've just been dizzy for a very, very long time. An archer with a bad eyesight. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Holy shit. People aren't blurry? <laughs> <laughs> well, Keith, oh. I, I appreciate the summons from, uh, you know, a friend. Um, I Friend? I, uh, you know, I'm uh, a little surprised that you would, you know, so easily wash your hands of this, considering I did kill the clockwork queen to, you know, uh, save your life. Oh, no, no, no. Please, you misunderstand. I will be at the trial. I will be serving as your legal counsel. Oh! Yes. You can represent yourselves, obviously, but I would not abandon you in this moment. Of course not, Onyx. You, oh. you mean so much to me. Thank you, Keith. That's very, very kind. Uh, so I guess, well, I guess, okay. I guess I'm your client oh. now. <laughs> okay. Get you a gnome who, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hope that this does not uh, interfere. I, you know, client lawyer confidentiality. I hope that that does not interfere. Uh, you know, uh, with our relationship. Yeah, okay, uh, our friendship. You know, I, I think yes. I, I, you know, it's, it's you who took the bar, so you would know the ethics of that more. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, you're right. Uh, I better study up, it would seem. <laughs> mm, okay. Anyway, I, I know that this seems <laughs> difficult and extremely unfair, but if you want this final relic, I, I, I truly think this is the only way to go about getting it. No, I, I think it... Uh, I, 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 uh, I appreciate you stepping up for me and my bespectacled company. <laughs> Anytime. Now, there is more I wish to discuss with you, but... I believe that is better said in person. So, uh, hopefully, I will see you soon. Yeah. Yes. You, yes. You will see us quite okay. soon. Absolutely. Until then. Okay. All right. Uh, goodbye, Keith. I love. He cuts off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, you know. Okay. If we are going to talk about Jen's, our... is, Jen's is just the friend who has. Great advice for other people's relationships, but it's a mess <laughs> in its own. I mean, you need to marry that gnome. Marry that gnome. <laughs> okay, you know, I'm going. Look, I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to put this out there. It is sort of putting into direct contrast how toxic my friendship with Katie is, considering uh, Keith is doing this, you know, very honorable, uh, talented thing for me. And I, honestly, I don't think even if Katie was a lawyer, I don't think she would do that for me. <laughs> so Just you say you're guilty and then it will be over. You see, you know, so that's kind see, of... Katie's fine to just go to jail. And, just... <laughs> and then, you know, the afternoon is open and I just slither out of the jail cells. Yeah, so she's just gonna... Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sort of doing a bit of an inventory of my relationships right now, maybe. Katie, like, do you even care about Onyx? <laughs> you see, Katie is riding around on this golden robot swan. <laughs> Wee! I pretend like I didn't hear Nyak say that, and but I like want to see her response. <laughs> She's feeding a pastry to the golden robot swan, uh, which cannot eat bread. 
<laughs> and she looks back and says, huh? What did you say? I asked if you even if you even care about Onyx. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like one of my besties. Okay, I'm back on the Katie train. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow, sorry. laughs> like top 10 at least. Um, okay. I guess I'll send a message back with this golden uh, swan. And I just want to say, Prince Aster... Um, little busy for the next couple days, um, but I'll let you know kind of what up in the next, uh, you know, I think I'll be back in like probably like a week or two. See you later. Uh, and before that swan flies away, I tie a tiny little page of elven porn to its foot. <laughs> Very tasteful. <laughs> <laughs> um, you get another note back really quick that says, lol, totes, totes, understand. <laughs> wow. I truly can't believe I hooked up with a 46-year-old. <laughs> because, uh, sorry, how, how old are you again? You know, I've said it so many times. I honestly, I think I'm in my 60s, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm either in my 40s or in my 60s or in my 80s. I don't remember. <laughs> you hear blabbing from the other room says, He's 120 at least. What? Oh, no, I'm not. Blavin, you're drunk. <laughs> That's besides the point. I'm not that old. <laughs> I had to do research on him for the benefactor. He's 120 at least. What? <laughs> okay. Those are crow's feet. That's not makeup like he keeps telling you. It's makeup. I'm trying to look esteemed. Let's get out of here, okay? This is weird. Can we all agree? It's weird. Let's go. All right. Good luck to you all. Um, just text or whatever. Okay. You send me a send me a swan. I'm going to real quick send a swan to the king to see if he can get his first class on JetBlue because that would be <laughs> yeah. That would be really, really nice. good because I've spent a lot of money on first class for Katie. <laughs> um, the crown prince sends you this enormous, beautiful golden swan. Uh, it lowers its neck and allows you all to ride on it and gracefully takes to the air and flies you directly to the airport. <laughs> wow. Does it have, oh, okay, so the swan doesn't have direct TV, but we're at the airport and they'll have yes. direct TV on the It flight. was basically, it's like a free flying Uber, so think about it that way. We were all on our speaking stones the entire trip. <laughs> I mean, we didn't look at the beautiful city below, but we got a free ride. I was on my speaking stone with like, dramatic music just like cocking my head as I go through Keith's Instagram and like reconsidering <laughs> oh, careful Onyx you're 48 weeks back be very careful <laughs> I just you know what better way to know how you feel than to go on Instagram? <laughs> amen sister <laughs> do you guys think I'm really over 100 do you guys think that's possible um Will you let us see you without makeup? No. <laughs> let's let's continue. <laughs> so you board um, a JetBlue flight. I'm talking mint first class. Do we get an almost there cookie? <laughs> <laughs> you get just now taking off. You get midway cookies. You get almost wow. there cookies. Wow. Uh, you are absolutely stuffed full of chocolate chips. By the time that you land... In Handelia, the capital of the Gnome Lands. The city is a brass behemoth of cogs and gears. 
Everywhere you look, you see flickers of movement. From huge arcane pulleys lugging supplies up a building, whirring conveyor belts zipping gnomes to their jobs, and even tiny clockwork squirrels squabbling over literal nuts and bolts. As you walk to your rendezvous with Keith, you can feel the city's pendulum heart thrum gently beneath your feet. Um, So yeah, you walk through town, um, and eventually in the distance, uh, you see Keith. Um, He's going over some files for the case. Uh, He's got a briefcase on his lap on the bench he's sitting on, uh, and he looks up and he waves at you. Okay, I mean, I suppose it's time to meet with our lawyer. (laughs) Does everyone feel uh, adequately dressed for court? Uh, always. Okay. (laughs) Should I have shoes or a shirt? (laughs) <laughs> or is this fine? Yeah, because, you know, there will likely be some sort of jury and they will be judging us based off of, you know, our appearance more than you care to acknowledge. That's why I have the spectacles. I straight up am just dressed up like a character from Soul Calibur. Just like <laughs> super shiny knee-high boots and like <laughs> a strange vest and a weird skirt. Yeah, why? Okay. <laughs> Uh, Nyak tries to look bookish and uh, wears Birkenstock sandals and a cardigan, but nothing else. (laughs) You see Keith looks at you and says, oh, that will do. That will absolutely do. So I've been going over the case um, just to fill you in on a little bit about the the gnomish legal system. Hmm. I can serve as your counsel, but it will be better for the jury if you represent yourselves as well. So you will be needing to make statements, uh, present evidence and whatnot uh, on your own. But I will, of course, be there if you have questions or if you need to confer. Uh, think of me as your legal consultant, if you will. Okay. You know, if we, if we need a character witness, um, we have Onyx Parasite, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys met? Jens is shaking his head. She's very charismatic. I really think she would absolutely kill it and totally win. I think you need to ban Katie from. I think people's parasites should not be allowed to testify against them. (laughs) Well, Kenny's not. Oh, you're right. Double Jeopardy or something. Yeah, Double Jeopardy. Well, Double Jeopardy, I think, is if you're tried for the same thing twice. Whatever that marriage rule yeah, is. Yeah, no, there's the thing that yeah. married people can't be tried against each other. Okay. Kenny pops out and says, I've got crucial evidence. Get out of Shut here, up, Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> Kenny, you're oh, banned. Geez. You're banned from Gnome Court. Go hang out with DJ. <laughs> you ruined my stomach, Kenny. <laughs> Katie, don't go anywhere. <laughs> you see DJ is eating nachos somehow. <laughs> where the? F- where did you buy nachos? <laughs> I just got nachos. Why? Do you want some nachos? No, I don't want any goddamn nachos. Get the hell out of here, DJ. Fine. I wasn't going to give you any anyway. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see Keith interjects. Yes, actually, uh, parasites and, and people not pertaining to the case will not be admitted. Uh, they could sit in the audience if they like, but uh, they cannot sit with us at the table. Mm, Keith, that's, that's wonderful. Stupid. That's great news. <laughs> I'm sure they'll all show up for moral support because they care a lot about the outcome of the case. And the people involved. Yes, and not just because they're attached to us. <laughs> See, uh, DJ gets into a fight with a clockwork squirrel. Oh, what the heck? Get off me! Jins! Jins, <laughs> save him. me! Please. Kill him, squirrel. <laughs> yes, I hope the squirrel wins. Get him. <laughs> oh, that's, that's very interesting. Can we do some magic to help the squirrel to see if it can kill the parasite? <laughs> Will I die if DJ dies? <laughs> Hold on one sec. Uh, it's a 17 that's going to hit. Um, Jins, as this squirrel bites into your parasite, uh, oh, you no. take fuck one damage. Ow. Ow. 
DJ, get over here, damn Fucking it. Fucking squirrel stole my nachos. Oh. You don't need nachos. You're a goddamn parasite. Go be a bug. Go, like, live in some fucking stagnant water, you asshole. <laughs> that sounds pretty chill. Thanks for thinking of me. Yeah. Go, go in, like, a fucking puddle or something. So, anyway, here are the facts of the case. Um, the trial is taking place tomorrow, which okay. doesn't give us uh, a ton of time to prepare. No. However, um, I have spoken with the judge, uh, and he has given us permission to investigate the murder scene. Uh, it has been a, f- a few months since this event transpired, so I, I don't know if we'll, we'll find anything new, but I, I figured it was worth a shot. Uh, I can't explain why, but I have a gut feeling that there might be something we're missing, something more to this case than we initially thought. So... Okay. If you're okay with it, I, I will lead us over to uh, the throne room and we can do a, a brief investigation. Okay, yeah, this sounds wonderful. D- does it work for everyone? Yes, totally. Yeah, if you guys, I mean, if you guys wanted to go alone to have alone time, that's also <laughs> fine with us, but we can come. Um, I, I, I punch <laughs> Nyak really hard in the arm. Shut up. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> wow, that bruised so quickly. <laughs> that will never heal. <laughs> um, so you walk over there um, as you're walking Onyx Keith does uh, pull you aside uh, and says so um, well I've been talking with my boys okay. uh, and you know they, they encouraged me to come forward with this okay. and say that I really think you know we should like Define our relationship a little oh, better. Okay, okay. Maybe, maybe when this is all over, maybe this is too much for right now. But that's just what's on my mind, and yeah, my boys get, told me to speak my mind, and I'm trying to I, work yeah. on that. I, you know, uh, Keith, I do. I actually do that. Think that's wonderful. First off, I want to commend you for your bravery. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is like really a brave thing. Um, I look at Nyak. This is so brutal. <laughs> going to judge. He really didn't pull her that far aside, huh? <laughs> I'm just going to. She's you know commending what? him for his bravery. <laughs> I'm just going to sort of be straightforward with you, which is is that I have like a lot of. I'm really busy at work and stuff like oh, that. Um, sure, yeah. <laughs> Nyak takes his arrow and pretends to drive it through his own heart. <laughs> oh. But I have to say, you know, I perhaps was very distracted by a, uh, you know, toxic relationship and I am beginning to perhaps question it. So, you know, I guess I'm just like really in a complicated space in my life. Okay. Yeah, no, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Coin conspiring to, you know, consume the world with BBs and whatnot, and uh, the trial. Yeah, also, like, I mean, I think we all figured out, we, we all found that we had a parasite inside of ourselves, and it changed a lot of our relationships to ourselves, you know? Yeah, Keith, it's not you, it's it's us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I also would like to point out, you know, like, this was kind of a strange moment to choose considering you're going to be representing me in court tomorrow. So, you wow. know, I, I truly hope that the, the fact that I am speaking honestly with you won't make you defend me any differently, you know? He takes a knee. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, sometimes there are power dynamics that you want to be careful about, you know. Onyx, no matter what we are together, I respect you as an individual. 
Wow. Okay. And I will do everything I can to prove your innocence tomorrow. Thank you. You have my word. I really appreciate that. And I promise that I I won't kiss Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Was I that promise- on the table or? <laughs> She's a bug. She's an actual bug, Keith. I honestly don't know what's going on. <laughs> I promise. I promise that when I say I'm taking some time to think about things, I'm going to be actually thinking of some things. Cool, cool. Great. Um, so let's get to the throne room. Uh, and once we get there, I'm going to go to the bathroom for 20 minutes. But you feel free <laughs> to investigate to your heart's content, okay? Great, we will. Okay, Keith, wow. are you anywhere in line for like the Gnomish throne at all? Oh, no, of course not. No, I, I am a simple... Got it. Uh, not interested. Cool. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's go. Jens, were you just trying to scoop my ex? Was I trying to scoop your ex? Absolutely. <laughs> This this backup lawyer, get out of here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so you see Keith leads you uh, to the palace. Um, every once in a while, looking back to see if he can spot Katie on your shoulder. <laughs> I think I'm starting to get like maybe I'm like less sweet to Katie because <laughs> Keith was very nice and it's starting to make a contrast between the way that both of them relate to me. Yeah, Katie's like, wow, that was ice cold. You are such a killer. Oh, wow. Your approval feels good. (laughs) This is confusing. Jesus. (laughs) Okay. Okay, let's go investigate this murder that I did. (laughs) All right. So um, you make your way to the throne room. It is just as you remember it. Uh, At its center is a large throne with a huge bronze gear uh, radiating from its center. Uh, On either side of the throne, you see six smaller thrones arranged in a semicircle. Obviously, these are for the princes and princesses. Uh, To your left, down a hallway, is the treasury where you once stole the Vorpal Socket, a gnomish artifact that the benefactor needed to build his celestial guillotine. And to your right is a bathroom uh, that is also embellished with an uncomfortable amount of gears and cogs. Uh, You see Keith runs in there, uh, and everyone give me a perception check. Uh, he can masturbate to anything. 13. Uh, nat 1. <laughs> Nyak. <laughs> I need new dice. <laughs> Even with your new glasses? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I got a 10. 10. Um, Onyx, you are trying to avoid hearing this. Jin's, uh, he is sobbing so loudly. Oh! <laughs> Oh my gosh, I feel terrible now. Okay, I can't even joke around about this anymore. Oh. Hey, Onyx. I'm going to start knocking on the door. It's like, excuse me, <laughs> Keith, some people need to puke. <laughs> Why do you need to throw up, Nyack? <laughs> I'm hungover. The flight uh, really fucked with what me. What were you going to say to me? Onyx oh, punched me. Onyx, I was just going to say, it seems like whatever you're doing is really working because he's crying super hard. <laughs> oh. This just makes me feel uh, really bad, you know? It's just like I haven't seen him in a while, and, you know, I just kind of have started to become a different person, and now suddenly I'm supposed to just feel exactly how I felt back in the hand of the Technomech. I mean, so much has happened since then. I go into the bathroom, and I also cry for 20 minutes. <laughs> Are you guys in the same stall? <laughs> different stalls. <laughs> different stalls crying. <laughs> So, while Onyx and Keith are crying, uh, <laughs> Nyak, Jins, do you want to do investigation checks? Yes. <laughs> cool. Wow, I wish Onyx was here. She's smart. Can Katie give me the help action? Is she close enough? <laughs> what? 
Katie uh, absolutely cannot give you the help action. She is, she's like taking leftover croissants and shoving them in her body. And then her entire body becomes the shape of the croissant. And then she burps really loud. I got, oh. I got an actual six. Ooh. Okay. I wipe my eyes and I come out. Okay. I got a nat 20. What? Even without Katie. You got a nat 20? Yes, I did. Incredible. First of all, uh, Onyx, I don't imagine you beat that. I got a 12. Okay, great, great, great. So, um, Nyak, tracking is your specialty, uh, and this is a situation that calls for some tracking. Woo. Um, You get down on your hands and knees and start sniffing around, uh, and eventually, over by the throne, right about where the queen would have fallen after Onyx murdered her, Hey, okay. Uh, after Onyx saved her friends. Assassinated. <laughs> Assassinated. I stopped a despotic Regicide. queen. She ran into Onyx's flail. <laughs> Ousted. Um, you do see the slightest, subtlest remains of blood flecked onto this marble. Uh, but you also see some claw marks. As if someone was dragged towards a wall uh, at the back of the throne room. Um, so can we just say I actually caught all that with a casual glance in my new glasses? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys see that? Whoa. See what? Oh, <laughs> the claw marks over there looked like someone was dragged in. I don't know if that was already. <laughs> Jesus, you saw that? I had to like go get up right next to it. My God, Nyack. <laughs> Nayak, you seem to be natural. Could you think that you could identify the creature that the clock came from? I might have to get a little closer. I cross from the other side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, with a nat 20, you know that these are like, you can see from the number of claw marks, uh, these are humanoid fingers that made these claw marks. These are humanoid claw marks. <laughs> uh, they do also look small. Like compared to your hands, they look small. Uh, how about uh, if a gnome were to have... Like a corrupt no- gnome yes. or something? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. A gnome? <laughs> a gnoll gnome? Like a little chihuahua-sized gnoll, yes. Hmm. Go and give me um, another insight check. Or um, investigation check. <laughs> that is a 21 for Onyx. Dirty mm. 20 for me. That was a nat one for me. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Jake, these Murphy Caldwell-esque <laughs> roles are just not okay. Big swings, buddy. It's crazy. Let's just say that it's like kind of cold in here, so like your glasses keep fogging up. <laughs> and I won't and admit you're just, it. You're just completely blind <laughs> yeah. without them. Nah, yeah, you point out the claw marks, and then your glasses instantly fall off and shatter. <laughs> no! <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, Onyx, after Nyak points out these uh, claw marks... Um, you see that they lead to a back wall, which looks just like a smooth wall. Um, but you can also tell just from the shape of them and like the depth of the claw mark. That they continue under the wall? Yes. Okay. My friends, we must try to get wherever this claw mark was going. Should we get Keith out of the bathroom? I attack the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you attack the wall? Yeah. Um, you whack the wall with your maul uh, with such gall <laughs> and you feel enthralled. I go AWOL. Uh, and after all that, uh, you do hear kind of like a hollow 
ring behind it. Okay. And Keith is in the stall. <laughs> and Keith is in. Again, you know, let's Balling not let's try stall. not to blame Annex too much for you know if if she hurt uh, Keith's feelings. You know, people oh. have to be their own people. Yes. You know. Really, it was it was his boys that encouraged him to come out and, and ask <laughs> you to define the relationship at a very, time. Yeah, quite an opportune. <laughs> I think we can all agree it's Keith's fault for having feelings. Because right now, <laughs> I'm not saying the prince it's is Keith's texting fault. me. I'm just saying, you know, and maybe it, it feels insane. <laughs> uh, Nayak and Jens, you do get a text from Keith that's like, "Hey, don't blame Onyx in this situation. <laughs> She's great." Gosh, he's doing everything right. This is super healthy. Huge, huge red flag on it. He's really healthy. He's so needy. He's so confusing. Huge, huge red flag. Brother, you violated his oh. trust. <laughs> For shame, brother. Violated what? Onyx is my friend. <laughs> I should have been more attentive. I should have been there for her. This is a lot. Here's the thing. Onyx is fine, but if she asks me to kill somebody, I'll do it. Like, we're friends. It's fine. <laughs> okay, I'm going to channel all my confliction into uh, investigating. Didn't you say there was little thrones? Yes, there are six thrones on either side. The queen had 12 children. Six thrones on either side. So I'd like to investigate all of the thrones, uh, trying to, you know, it, pull them like handles or anything like that. Sit my butt in them, see if I hear any sort of mechanism go when I do it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, give me an investigation again. It's another 21. I Very rolled nice. the same thing. Wow. Um, you sit in all of these <laughs> thrones. Okay. You put your rump in each of these little chairs. I dump my rump. But when you sit in the queen's chair, mm. you feel a little button uh, underneath ah. one of the armrests, and then when you press it, the gear behind the throne turns, and as it turns, a panel lifts right behind it. Okay, what do we see beyond the panel? I guess let's walk down this, whatever's behind here. Should we consider doing, because this is the night before our trial, should we consider doing invisibility or something to be Stealthy? I mean, we are allowed to look at this stuff, but maybe we should be stealthy. Um, sure. Um, yeah, I'll cast invisibility on everybody. I will also cast Trickster's Escape on myself, so I have freedom of movement. Very nice. Yeah, that's probably smart. You do see some guards. Um, they didn't notice you activating this panic room, but yeah, I, I would say that stealth might be advisable. Sweet. Um, I cast invisibility on us three. Awesome. Um, you do also get a text from Keith that says, uh, be out soon, but if you find anything, make sure you take pictures, parentheses, could be good for evidence. Okay, well, taking pictures is my forte. Okay. <laughs> you know, I had a complicated day emotionally, but now I am back in my comfort zone. <laughs> Jens takes a lot of advantage of the fact that he's invisible, that he's now allowed to be in um, Onyx's pictures. <laughs> <laughs> You said you're asking stands, me to tag you even when you're invisible in the picture. Stands in front of the secret <laughs> entrance. <laughs> um, okay, so you're going into this secret entrance? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we're yeah. all invisible. I turn off my flash, too. Awesome. As you go in there, you do realize that it is essentially a panic room, but you don't see anything out of the ordinary in here. Um, 
it's fairly big. There's like beds for each of the children and the queen. Um, there's like a little fridge. It's kind of stocked well in case they needed to hide out in here against an insurrection or something. Ironically, it never came up because the queen was murdered in a totally other way. Yeah, ousted, ousted. <laughs> yes, um, forcefully reelected. Dethroned. <laughs> Brutally assassinated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Died of natural causes. It's natural to bleed out when you're hit in the face with a mall. Yes. Um, why don't y'all give me, yeah, give me just a general investigation or arcana check. Natural one. Wow. A 17. Is that investigation or arcana? Investigation. Okay. I got a 19. Investigation? Sure. Cool. <laughs> oh, the, I have zero to, I add zero to both. Gotcha. Cool. Um, oh, so do it as so, Arcana because I can do the investigation. You can oh, do the perfect. Arcana. Oh, perfect. Great. Great. So, uh, yeah, in tandem, you two do a magic investigation. And now that you all have these pieces of Nadas inside you, Onyx, you from the remains of Verlis, Jins from uh, the prince's family, Nyak uh, from the Silverback, you feel a little resonance here. And as you focus your eyes on it, as you focus on this magical resonance, a scene appears before you, almost like a film negative frozen in time. You see 12 trails of spectral energy extending out of a central point on the ground. And then it's gone. Twelve, that's how many children she has. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as you're pondering this, uh, Keith walks over, uh, doesn't come into the room because he doesn't want to alert the guards, but says, okay, yes, I think that's, I think that's it. I think we're wrapping up. Yes, thank you. Can I cast Dispel Magic? Oh, on, uh, on the room? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I cast it at a fifth level. Um, with a fifth level, you can see that the room once had magical wards on it to prevent mm. people from getting in. But uh, since the queen is dead, they've been deactivated. Uh, but you don't really get the sense that there was any other magic. What you got before with your investigation was essentially like you sniffed the remainder of some powerful magic that had been here. Okay. Anyone have any other thing they want to do with this room? So we saw... Remind me what we saw with the check. You saw, um, basically you saw like the ghastly remains of magic that was here once. Um, and it was so powerful that it left almost like a permanent film negative on like a plane of reality, if that mm. makes sense. So you saw 12 trails of energy extending out from a singular point. So the queen must have given their energy from the dust to their children. Does anyone else have that thought? That could be. That makes sense. Hmm. Okay, well, I take a bunch of pictures and I head out. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Very cool. Cool. So you head out. Um, you rendezvous with Keith. You tell him what you found out. He's like, oh, that's, that's very good. Yes. You see, he's all business now. That's incredible information. That could be very useful. Yes. Um, well, if there's nothing else, then I suppose we should all try to get a good night's sleep so that we can be arrested for the, the trial tomorrow. Absolutely. 
All right. All right. Do you have a, a studio or, or any place that you... <laughs> yeah, we'll go to our, our first class hotel room, our suite. Oh, did the prince book us something? <laughs> yeah. I, I text the prince real quick. <laughs> do you, do you, it's like just all lowercase. Hey, what's up? Not back yet. Um, do you have any contacts in the gnome lands? Just kind of <laughs> looking for a, a hotel to crash. Thinking of you. Ask for one with a pool. One with a one, pool. One. Yeah, right. Awesome hotel to crash. Okay. okay. Dope hotel. Right. Swag hotel with, to crash. Okay. Look, looking for a swag hotel to crash. One with a pool. Heart emoji. Indoor. Indoor TV. pool. Indoor TV. pool. TV. There's, there's a TV. Oh, what multiple it? TVs because we might multiple want to watch TVs. different things. One TV is fine. Two TVs. Okay. Two TVs. What if we want to watch two different episodes of All right. Friends? All right, two TVs. <laughs> That's true. We are on different seasons. <laughs> the prince gets you the top floor penthouse. Wow. At the Ritz Snarlton. <laughs> the Ritz Snarlton, they're famous for having two TVs in every suite. <laughs> You see that the bellhop is like, right this way, sirs and madams, to the two TV suite. Thank you. We're on different seasons of Friends. <laughs> the prince also said extra towels. He told us to tell you to send up extra towels. Well, we don't have the bugs in us anymore, so we might not need as many towels, but we'll take them. Jens, you, you use 12 towels every time you shower. That's true. Well, that's because the bugs sometimes take the towels. Normally, I only use eight or nine. <laughs> you can have all the towels you wish for, of course, right this way to the That's top great. floor. And we don't do any of that earth-saving or Trinivale-saving <laughs> bullshit of leaving things on the floor. You need to come. If you could come by once every hour, we would appreciate it. Even while we're sleeping, we go through towels. Yes, sir. Actually, yeah, you could wash. I hand them a handful of towels that they already gave us. You could just wash yes. these ones again and then bring them back up. Very good, sir. We grab some lobby towels that <laughs> use a quick, a quick tumble. Ah, <laughs> uh, quite wet, sir. Well done. And please do not tip me. We won't. <laughs> Uh, cool. So Keith goes back to his one room apartment uh, that he shares with his boys, and you all sleep in this fantastic hotel penthouse suite. Wow! I sleep restlessly, thinking about what it's like to feel someone care about you. <laughs> oh Jesus! Onyx, are you are you thinking about how how cool this room is? Yes, <laughs> it's so cool. It's making it hard to sleep. Agree. <laughs> It's like Jen's I'm eyes are just so wide open. excited to be here that I want I to make the most of the whole time here. Agreed. And yet we could probably do this again tomorrow. <laughs> so you all drift off to sleep um, with all of the friends staring out the window at the ugly naked guy. But on the TV, it looks like they're staring at you. Wow. Wishing you a good night's sleep. We're watching the episode where they poke the ugly naked guy, but also the episode where Joey moves out for the first time. <laughs> two episodes at once. I forget who's behind and who's ahead. It doesn't matter, brother. It's all glorious. I've seen it all three times, three or four times. Who's watching it for the first time? Yeah, me. Okay, it's Onyx. Hey, everybody. It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. 
It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. So, um, you sleep through the night. The sun rises. It is the dawn of a new day. It's actually, for clarification, the seventh day uh, since you met Cash uh, in the Periphera. So it's only been a week. Uh, so you've got about three weeks left before the moons align and Cash's master plan comes to fruition. Uh, but for now, you've got a trial to focus on. So you all head downtown uh, to the government district uh, and you enter a beautiful antique courthouse covered in polished wood and gilded bronze. Inside the courthouse, you see several gnomish citizens and reporters gathered for the trial, uh, and they watch as you take your place on the defense's table to the right. To your left, you see the prosecutor's table, seated upon which are the 12 silver-haired children of the Clockwork Queen uh, and their lawyer. In front of you is a large bronze gate and a judge's bench from which you see a gnomish judge arise as if ascending on an elevator. He takes his seat, then bangs an ornate gavel, mm. which causes everyone to fall silent. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, I now call to order the criminal case of Onyx Lumiere versus the Handelian royal family. Are both sides ready to proceed? 
Uh, you see the children's lawyer nods his head. Ready, Your Honor. A children's lawyer. Uh, and then the judge looks at you. And? Yes, of course we're ready. Yeah. I, sorry, I did not know. I did not know what the custom was. If my lawyer should speak or if I should. I think we do. I think okay. we all say yes. Yes, we're all right? the lawyers. Yeah. Really, okay. I'm the he- I'm the head lawyer. <laughs> Is the custom? Yeah, we say yes and then do like a thumbs up. Uh, I could do a dance if you'd like for me to okay, open this. this is brother. The, there's not enough pizzazz here. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Do not do a dance yet. You see the judge like holds his hands up. Please do not do a dance yet until the jury has entered the room. Nayak tries to kill the fog machine. For the jury would very much like to see your dance. It's gonna. The fog machine is not going to stop. Um, it's, it, once, should, it's, once I press the button, it really it's going to do just, its thing. You should just bring him out. <laughs> bring him in quickly. Okay. quickly. Okay. Oh, has so much fog. Wow. Wow, we that's a lot of fog. Don't need to be exposed to it for a little while to get used to it, so you should get him in here quick. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. Uh, you see the judge bangs the hammer, which uh, you see as it bangs up and down is encrusted with these like gleaming emerald jewels. Uh, mm. It looks like a very special hammer. Uh, he bangs it up and down, and after a moment, you see gears turn on all sides of the room, and the large gate to your right opens to reveal the mouth of a massive cave. From the depths, you hear a loud crashing noise. As the noise grows closer and closer, you see five sets of glowing eyes that slowly emerge from the darkness, revealing five dragon heads, each one a different color. You see the judge looks on in awe. Behold the jury! Each of her five heads represents one of the five ideals of the gnomish court! The judge gestures with a gavel towards each of the dragon's five heads. Red for the fiery passion of rhetoric. Blue for the lightning precision of logic. Green for the poisonous temptation of bribery. White for the cold hard proof of evidence. And black for the cleansing acidity of insight. Now, without further ado, let the trial begin. Uh, The dragons all roar. You now recall the logo of the Ritz Snarlton, of course, features these five dragons all snarling. And this is, of course, the jury that delivers judgment on high-profile court cases in the Gnome Lands. The judge, after introducing the jury, settles a bit and says, As we all know, this is a special case, and as such it shall be governed by the gavel of fate. Uh, The judge holds up the jeweled gavel that you saw him swinging earlier. This gavel has the power to alter one's fate, but its power only works if a ritual trial is performed first and the defendant is found guilty in the eyes of the jury. So, let us decide your fate. He bangs the gavel once more, and now it's time to roll initiative. Okay. 18. Ooh. Nine. Ooh. 13. Uh-huh. Okay, um, so here's how the trial is going to work. Uh, you can use your action to argue your case. Uh, you can also sacrifice your turn and raise an objection uh, to the prosecution statement as a reaction. Spells are allowed, 
but attempting to control a witness or a member of the other party is forbidden. Um, with that, you see the judge bangs his gavel one more time and points towards the prosecutor, whose name is Lugal, for his opening statements. You see uh, Lugal nods towards the silver-haired progeny of the Clockwork Queen, um, this gaggle of 12 children, and then he strides forward to give his opening statement. Can I just ask a real quick question, just because I'm, I'm trying to understand. So I did objectively kill this queen. Yes, you saw her die. But I, I am trying to convince these people that I did not kill the queen? Uh, yes, the prosecutor is about to read the charges that are being brought against you. Okay. Cool. Um, I want to say, can I say that before the, like, right before everything started, I give bardic inspiration to my party? I give bardic inspiration to awesome. Nyak and Onyx. Great call. Thank you. Um, Onyx, before the prosecutor gives their opening statement, give me um, a history check. Shout out to the two crew. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you try to recall any knowledge that could be helpful here, and the only thing you can focus on is Katie in your ear saying, do you have any Pringles? Okay, Katie, today's kind of supposed to be about me, okay? <laughs> Just one day. Just one day. Okay, wow. Okay. I run errands for you all the time. Wow. I saw Pringles outside in the vending machine. Don't tell her where the Pringles are. I just thought it'd be helpful. <laughs> also, aren't vending machines, like, really evil here? <laughs> yes, she shouldn't eat them. She might get a parasite, and then that would just be a whole new thing. <laughs> Can Katie get a parasite? That'd be so cute. That wouldn't be cute. That'd be terrible. (laughs) To meet Katie's parasite. (laughs) Imagine the braids. Imagine the teeny tiny braids. Uh, You see Katie skitters out to the vending machine. We'll check in on her to see if she gets a parasite. Skitters. She skitters (laughs) and you're friends with her. (laughs) So Onyx, as you ponder, uh, you see that Lugal, the prosecutor, uh, strides forward uh, and addresses the court. Good morning, everyone. My name is Lugal, and I will be representing the Handelian royal family in this case. My intention through these proceedings is to prove beyond the shadow of a doubt that Onyx Lumiere, as well as our accomplices, Nyak of Zeranophore and genitals Lindell, are guilty what? not only oh of stealing a priceless Nomlandian artifact, I just owned? but also of murdering Queen Handelia the 13th. Today, I never knew your full name, brother. Is that really your full name, Jens? It's Jensitals. Justice <laughs> will be served, and the queen's children shall finally know peace. Thank you. Um, you see that he bows towards the dragon's heads, uh, and I'm going to roll to see how well his rhetoric did. Oh boy. Ooh, that is a 24. You see the judge nods, the jury grunts approvingly, and you see that the red head of the dragon is like yes, very pleased uh, with this opening statement. Wow. Okay, so the red one loves just dry uncharismatic behavior. (laughs) Look, I know y'all aren't on my level as far as like winning people over goes, so just Mm -hmm. use your bardic inspiration and I'll give you more when I can. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, that is very appreciated. You're right, brother. I suck at this kind of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That is going to be Onyx's turn. Okay. (laughs) 
Okay, um, on my turn, I step forward. I'm wearing a blazer over a beautiful Edwardian sort of ruffle neck shirt with a um, bolo tie. Wow. And I want to point out that what I did was not a murder, but instead it was an act of self-defense. Everything I've understood about the Gnomish people, us stealing something is not a capital crime. And so, when the queen stepped forward and chose execution as punishment for stealing something, I believe that was a miscarriage of the law. And so, it was in self-defense against an unjust use of one's power that I had to stop her from the miscarriage of justice. Thank you very much, and I flashed the jury. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> Jen's just nods like, wow. (laughs) Mag bangs his bow like a gavel. (laughs) She did it. You see all of the the dragon heads like converse amongst themselves. Oh yeah, it brings up a lot of good points, miscarriage of justice. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, You specifically see that the blue head uh, is like, "Mm, yes. Uh, Go ahead and roll an investigation check with advantage. Okay. Because you have investigated the law and you have found a loophole within it. Okay, I'm going to use that bardic inspiration. <laughs> what is it, a D10? Yes. Ah, hold on. <laughs> yes, I got the 10! Wow, okay, hell yeah. That is now going to be that fucking saved my ass. I add five to investigation, so that is 24. Nice. Whoa. It's nice. a great roll. Yeah, you see the blue head of this dragon is like, mm, that is an interesting precedent. We did not consider that ruling, of course. Ms. Andalar versus the people of the Gnomelands. Ah, the precedent was established then, and it is <laughs> re-established here. <laughs> a capital punishment for a non-capital offense who is uh, outside of the law. And it's so a light if the queen spanking. chooses to act outside of the law, it's a light spanking, specifically. And she did not look as though she wished to give a light spanking to Keats. Mm, your legal acuity pleases us. <laughs> <laughs> This blue dragon, I whispered tonight, this blue dragon is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> He's on our side, Jen, Stickle. I know, it's just... <laughs> cool. Onyx, uh, after you go, you see that Lugal, the prosecutor, chuckles a little bit and says, hmm, yes, of course, who could forget about this simple precedent? Of course, it is but a fraction of what actually occurred. I think that all of the jury will agree that simply spouting logic will not compare to actual video evidence showing the extreme severity of this criminal act. That is why I would like to submit into evidence video proof of these three criminals and their accomplice Keith breaking into the royal treasury, stealing a priceless artifact, then upon being captured, murdering the clockwork queen in front of her children. Those with sensitive stomachs should please avert their gaze. Nyak shuts his eyes. Turn away, Nyak. <laughs> I wander away. <laughs> the prosecutor uh, clicks a button, and you see a large crystal descends from the ceiling. You see, as the prosecutor presents this evidence, he like flicks his wrist and does a really stylish press of the remote control that controls the screen. Um, and you see that the white dragon is very impressed. I'm going to see uh, how impressed she is. That is a dirty 20. The white dragon head roars with approval. 
and then the prosecutor grins and presses another button on the remote, which causes a video to start playing on the crystal. Um, and you see, as you watch this video, that it is footage of the day that you killed the queen, Onyx. Okay, so this is actually very helpful because I kind of went into a bit of a rage and I don't remember what happened. <laughs> so you see in this video, uh, Keith has almost got the Vorpal socket out of its container, but then someone, let's see real quick, Jin's triggers an alarm. What? Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly this has been doctored. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly royal guards are everywhere. Jens and Nyak manage to hide, but Onyx and Keith are captured and taken to the Queen's throne room. You then watch as the Queen, her wild silver hair flowing from her head like she's being constantly electrocuted, orders the guards to execute Keith. However, before they can, Onyx's eyes glow with a pastel light, and she whips forward her flail, striking the Queen. Wow. Blood spatters on the ground. The Queen's eyes flash silver for a moment, then go dull. You see the 12 princes and princesses seated in a semicircle around the queen all recoil in panic and shock. The rest of the scene plays out like you remember. The guards attempt to apprehend you, but Nyak and Jins come to your rescue, and you all flee the throne room with the relic in hand. However, the video feed keeps playing after you leave. You see the captain of the guards rush to check on the queen, but the children push her away and rush to their mother's side. After a moment, the video feed cuts out. Uh, why don't y'all all give me a perception check? Mm. 15. That is going to be a four for me. Ooh. I was not paying attention. I'm so sorry. <laughs> not bad, but I beat you with a three. <laughs> a three? That's right. I got a 15, though. Whew, okay, um, <laughs> Onyx, I think your ruffle might be cutting off your circulation a little bit. Um, <laughs> I was just distracted by how cool I look in battle. <laughs> God, I look so cool. And Nyak, your stomach actually did get upset by the video, so you have to puke That's right. for a quick second. Mm -hmm. um, but Jins, uh, as you watch this video, you notice something peculiar. In the video, the clockwork princes and princesses, uh, the... Heirs of Queen Handelia don't have silver hair, but the ones you see in the courtroom do. Hmm. Um, and that is going to bring us to Nyak. I guess I also lean in and tell these guys what's going on. Oh, cool. Hey, guys, the kids didn't have silver hair in the, uh, in the video. Yeah. Did anyone else notice that her eye flashed silver before it went blank? I, I, was, I was vomiting the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> That is fascinating. <laughs> and there was also the uh, silver streaks in the room. Mm. Uh, Nyak stands up, clears his throat, um, wobbles for a second, <laughs> shuts his eyes, and uh, holds my turn to object. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> my God. <laughs> That's good, though, because you know that this guy's going to say something false. Incredible. I'm looking for my Tom Cruise moment. <laughs> <laughs> You see that after uh, the prosecutor shows this evidence, he strides forward and addresses the jury. As you can see, there is no room for error. The facts have been presented cleanly, crystal clear, like this beautiful crystal. 
which I will give to you, my precious jury. Uh, and he, like, gets down on his knee and presents a giant diamond to uh, the green dragon. Whoa. Bribery. And you see the dragon's like, oh, very nice. Oh, it sparkles so beautifully. Yes, yes, we approve. Uh, and she grabs the diamond and tosses it back into her lair. I'm going to do a persuasion check. That is a 24. The green dragon is very much on the prosecutor's side. Persuasion's kind of my only skill, so perhaps I've I should give it to uh, bribery. <laughs> uh, cool. So that is the lawyer's turn. Um, Nayak, you still holding your objection? Yes, I'm going to hold my objection. Great. Uh, Jins, that's going to be you. Sweet. Um, all right. First off, I'm going to go out and I'm going to go, Onyx, you've got bribery, <laughs> you think? <laughs> it, it's going to be my best. I mean, there's other points I want to make, but persuasion's really the only thing I bribery's, can do. <laughs> bribery's good. I'm going to give Onyx bardic inspiration. Nice. Thank you. Um, and then I'm going to go out and I'm going to go... Gentle dragons of the jury, I ask you, who do the gnome people answer to? You see the dragon's heads look at each other? (laughs) That is a very good point. Who do they answer to if not themselves? We are merely the arbiters of justice. Indeed. But beyond the gnomish royal family... Who does the gnomish royal family answer to? The gods, do they not? Indeed. The gnomes were created by Nalar, the god of time and tides. But that is not the only god they are bound to. For you see, the queen bore the mark of Nidas. She was in fact the aspect of craft. Interesting. Well... And I'm just, I'm just a lowly high elf that is recently hooked up with a prince that might be the king in the future. Nice. I love when he's humble. However, <laughs> I'm pretty humble. Okay, <laughs> I'm just a, a normal high elf. But I would say, if I were to rank between aspects and gods, I would say a god outranks an aspect, and Onyx was only working under the command of the god Nalar to take the Vorpal Socket and thus outranked the queen. And I would say she never even did anything illegally at all. In fact, it was the queen who committed the crime. Whoa! <laughs> you see all the dragon's heads like wiggle directly in the air. <laughs> oh, salacious logic you have presented. Mm. Oh, so tender are your arguments. So juicy your perception of the law. Very well. We accept your argument. Go ahead and roll uh, investigation for that. Or I would allow you to roll uh, persuasion if you prefer. Oh. I would much prefer persuasion. That's a 24. Okay. Oh. Ooh. With a 24, uh, you see that the red dragon, who's impressed by Lugol, the prosecutor's opening statement, kind of like changes her tune a little bit. Hmm. Indeed. Such panache. 
This one argues with the full fiery spirit of the law. You see that you now have two of the dragons on your side. And that brings us to the black dragon's turn. They are going to make an insight check, first and foremost, on Lugal. That is a 13. Mm, They don't get a great sense, but you see the black dragon takes one sniff at Lugal and goes, We withhold our judgment. And then the court case proceeds. That is going to be back around to Lugal, the prosecutor. Um, You see that Lugal addresses the judge and says, If it would so please your honor, I would very much like to summon a witness to this court. Um, And you see that the judge approves and uh, Lugal shouts, Captain Lita, Captain of the Guards, you are there as the time as a crime. Please come forward and give your testimony. Um, And you see Lita, the Captain of the Guards, uh, comes forward and takes her place uh, next to the judge on the bench. Okay. Hello. Yes, I am Lita. Um, oh, I'm a little nervous. I don't normally do this sort of thing. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> what? Why would you do that? I don't know. Am I allowed to do that? <laughs> I was <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ask Keith. He's the, the one experienced. Keith, am I allowed to, am I allowed to boo? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, booing is actually... Quite encouraged. Great. Boo! I throw a Pringle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to see if Lita catches the Pringle in her mouth. (laughs) Nice. That's 17. Yeah. Um, She catches it. Oh, thank you. I was a bit hungry. Okay. I was intending to make you feel upset by that. That I didn't mean to feed. I didn't mean to feed her. (laughs) Throw the tube. Throw the tube. (laughs) (laughs) Throw the tube. (laughs) Um, The tube lands perfectly on her head and looks like a cool little hat. Shit. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Hey, top of the morning to you. <laughs> wow, she's... God damn it, I didn't, I didn't mean to laugh at that, but it was hilarious. But she's it... fucking firing on all cylinders. <laughs> so yes, my statement. Um, After the monster assaulted our queen, I rushed over to check on her. Sadly, I was too late, for her sovereign lady had already perished. I wanted to do a more thorough inspection, but at the request of our Princess Dracelia... Uh, you see, she points to the princess, third oldest of the gnomish children. At her request, I, I kept my distance. The princess explained that she and the other children wanted to be alone with their mother for her last moments. And so I cleared all of the guards from the room. We stood outside the door and, and listened with tears in our eyes as Queen Handelia cried out in pain one last time. And then we all wept in silence. Ub. Fucking Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I was Thank gonna you. say. Nayak, we've got this figured out. Go ahead, lay it out. <laughs> First of all, may I have that Pringles can back? I think it would make a really cool sheath for my arrows. <laughs> Do you mind if I take the last Pringles that are in here? You can have all the Pringles you want. I'm only keeping arrows in Okay, it. deal. Uh, she downs all the Pringles uh, and then has to drink a lot of water from the stand. <laughs> okay. And then tosses you the Pringles case. Cool. What, did I do something wrong? Uh, did, I think I, I think it's airtight. What, what did I do wrong? You did something right when you told us the truth. But, Mr. Whiteheaded Dragon, I'm afraid what we have here is a lack of evidence. <gasps> because under this sworn testimony, the queen died behind a closed door while her trusted guard was in another room not witnessing anything. <laughs> a vacant crime scene 
that couldn't be studied, couldn't be logged. There is no evidence, therefore you cannot convict. By the way, Green Dragon, I got you this little jar of jam, and I <laughs> tossed the Green ja- Dragon a jar of jam. <laughs> Whoa! The dragons get so excited, they tie their heads into a knot. It is true. In the void, where there is no evidence, chaos can reign. This entire case has been thrown on its heads! And then they all flip their heads over. Oh! Proceed! <laughs> that was great. I will allow you to do two rolls. Um, one for the green dragon. That's going to be persuasion for your bribe. Uh, and then for the white dragon, that is going to be a dexterity check um, because you are flourishing your hand and presenting evidence to the court. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll I'll roll the green dragon first great. for my bribe. That's only an eight, so that's a shitty shitty jar of jam. <laughs> Don't even use your bardic. I will not. <laughs> okay. All right, so that's a 12. I'm going to use my bardic. I just realized we didn't roll for bribery when I flashed to them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got the 10. Wow, you guys both got 10? Yeah! So that's 22. 22! The white dragon was at 20, um, but you contested the evidence previously presented. The white dragon is on your side. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, the green dragon eats your jam and instantly breaks out in hives. Okay, yeah, and I, it, it also made me sick, and I thought it was just my stomach, but evidently it's the jam itself. Someone get me a Pringles tube. I'm going to puke. Nyack hides his Pringles tube. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. So that was the lawyer's turn. You objected. Uh, Onyx, that is your turn. There is currently a witness on the stand if you would like to cross-examine, or you can uh, pursue another avenue. Uh, okay, so it sounds like the white dragon is really on our side, so it would not make sense to go after them. I'm going to... I will say you could try and further get them on your side. You could, like, further hedge your bets there. Um, I would allow you to basically build the DC for what the challenge is going to be for the lawyer. Um, I would like to ask the court something before I continue. Mm. Um... By what means do you ensure the honesty of testimony in this court? Are you asking this to uh, just the audience or to Keith or who is this presented to? Uh, like the the judge even. Oh, okay. I think I'm just trying to understand if I bring someone as a witness, if they will be honest or if they will be able to lie. Uh, the, the judge answers, We make them swear uh, an oath to the gods of Trinavale that they will not lie. And we make them also pinky promise that they will not lie. It is a double promise system. It is airtight and foolproof. Do I do I know from my experience of this place that those would mean something to people? It would mean something to the gnomes. But not necessarily the... Okay. I am going to summon a witness for testimony. I would like to summon the daughter that asked the, uh, the guards to leave. Whoa. Oh, shit. Thrasilia. Yeah. Okay. Yes, uh... Fantastic. Uh, you see, she looks like shocked. You wish to summon me? Yes, I just have a few questions, and I'm assuming that you wish for nothing more than to see the truth. It is true. We are abdicating this round. The only purpose of this trial is to put my mother's memory to rest. I will gladly stand trial. Uh, and she makes her way to the bench. Uh, go and roll history for how much you impress the logic dragon, the blue dragon. Ooh, I got a 22. 22. 
Yeah, right. Right. Okay. I'm not even gonna use. You gave me Bardic, right, Murph? Yeah. I'm not even gonna use it. Awesome. Cool. So how does this work? Should I ask her things or no? Yeah. You you see, Thucilia takes the stand, um, and you are free to ask her questions. Thucilia, how did you and your siblings come by this silver hair? Oh, this. It is a uh, it is a traditional uh, gnomish uh, morning ritual to paint your hair silver. I see. Or to paint your hair whatever the color of your muscle's hair was. So when an elder dies, you paint your hair silver. Will you describe what happened in your mother's final moments and why you chose to uh, turn to leave the guards out? It was a tender moment for us to see you kill our mother with that god-forsaken flail. So, we wished for a moment of peace, alone, with our mother. Did I answer your question? No, I want to know exactly what happened. What did you do in all of this? Can you walk me through this, you know, admittedly probably painful moment, but this moment in which you chose to obstruct justice? Ooh, withering. <laughs> you see all the dragons go, Ooh. <laughs> I just, I think that, you know, if we want to find the truth, uh, unfortunately, you put the court in a case, in a situation in which we have to probe a personal moment because a personal moment is no longer a personal moment when it is trying to lock up people. Very well. After the guards left, my brother, Wunston, sent our youngest brother, Twalvin, out of the room so that he could seek help from family physician and while Twalven left we all shared a silent moment we shed our tears and we waited for the physician to get there and I believe you will find that the physician will corroborate my testimony and the guards will know that nothing happened no one was moved from the room uh, my mother was not moved she remained in one place for the entire okay, well, time. Now, that's, I actually have to object because I have proof that that room leads into another room, a secret room. You aren't going to tell me. Say right now that you never went into a secret room after your mother was killed. Catch her. Catch her. Did you go into a secret room? Drag them. Drag them just like they dragged <laughs> their mother. <laughs> <laughs> um, give me an insight check. If that room has not been touched, then I believe there are pictures of this throne room before and there were no claw marks. I might go for the bardic. 16. 16. Thrasilia is sweating bullets. You see that Lugal tries to step in. Objection, your honor. This line of questioning is leading nowhere. Uh, and then you see one of the dragons <laughs> snaps at his face. Okay, okay, fine. It's, you may <laughs> proceed. You see Thrasilia is like, uh, well... What the, the claw marks? The claw marks are from something else. The claw marks are from the family dog. They are from the family dog. The claw marks, of course. Okay, but how come you still can't tell me exactly what happened when your mother's life left her body? Perhaps you could describe what the floor looked like or something like that when your mother. <laughs> Just paint me a picture. Well, you see, um, it it looked like what normally it looks like when. A person dies, you know. She's diarrhea herself. She's shit everywhere. So clearly... Can I look at the picture I have of the secret room and see if there's a diarrhea stain? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Uh, yeah, you look at the picture. There is no diary stain. Okay. I mean, no matter what, I do not believe that this witness is credible. This witness is clearly lying, and this is uh, continuing to obstruct the justice. They obstructed the justice on the very day, and now they are complicating this criminal proceeding with more lying. And then I flash the jury once more <laughs> to bribe the green dragon. Onyx, give me um, an intimidation check. Okay. That is going to be a 14. 14. Um, you see that Thrasilia is like, you have no right to tell me how... And then she looks over at Lugal uh, and her brothers and sisters and says, if that is all the questioning you have, then I believe I shall step down from the bench. Uh, let me confer. Is there something that I am missing to ask her? Yeah, I actually have a question whenever it's my turn. Yeah, keep her on the bench. <laughs> I believe that you are wanted on the bench. Yes, sorry. <laughs> unfortunately, like I said, because you keep this moment obscured to the history records, unfortunately, that means that you have to come and go through this painful process, which I really feel for you to relive this moment so publicly. I am under duress. I am doing my very best. To recall the instances. Oh, you're doing your best to recall. Are you admitting some sort of lapse in memory? No, I'm just saying that it was a stressful moment when you murdered my mother. Ah, uh, I think that this is actually quite bad to have people on the stand saying that they are trying their best to recall. <laughs> shadow of a doubt? More than just a shadow, I think. You see that Lugal objects again. Objection, Your Honor. <laughs> this has gone on far enough. Please, it is time for... A I know, attacked. I know. I'm going, I'm going, I'm, I'm going. I flash everyone once more. <laughs> uh, give me a persuasion check. <laughs> 26. Ooh! Uh, with a 26, you do get the green dragon on your side. Truly, <laughs> <laughs> really, I have nothing in my pack to give him. This is the best I have. <laughs> um, you see that uh, Lugol is going to try and uh, milk the crowd uh, and the red dragon. So he, he walks up to Thrasilia and says, There, there, you did very good, my dear. This mean moon woman has really put you through the ringer emotionally, but it is almost over. Soon she shall be behind bars and can do nothing to harm you anymore. Here, blow your nose. Um, and he hands Thrasilia a tissue. And then I'm going to roll persuasion. Ooh! That's only a 12. Uh, the red dragon is not buying it. Wow. And that brings us to Nyak's turn. Okay, I flashed the jury quickly. Just <laughs> great, great, great. Standing up. Um, I found the queen's daughter to not just be a credible witness, but to be an incredible witness. <laughs> As in, I thought it was incredible that she told us the truth between all of her lies. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, the queen was murdered not by our dear Onyx, but by her very children. Jen starts clapping. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. All heads turn. That is a very serious accusation you raise, young man. Uh, the judge kind of stares at you. Would you care to elaborate? Yes. <laughs> Lugal and the queen's children have been lying from the jump. The queen did not die in that chamber. She was not left in that chamber. She was moved. We have hard proof. We have evidence that the queen's body left that chamber and was brought to another place. What happened there? We don't know. But what we have proven today is that the queen's 
own beloved children could not tell the truth. They cannot be trusted. And you'll see in this picture that although I am invisible, I am there <laughs> giving a peace sign. <laughs> My brother's the man. Cool. Thank you for letting us know. <laughs> um, Nyak, that was wonderful. Go ahead and roll intimidation with advantage for pressing the witness like you're doing now. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> no! Do you still, have your, you still have your bardic, right? No, I used it. Oh, Fuck. I used it. I used it. Um, what'd you get? I got an 11. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll insight on that intimidation, if that makes sense. Uh, you are pressuring Thracelia and the other children. Uh, see how they react to it. <laughs> Insight's a two, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Nyak's tired. I'm already I'm already standing up and adjusting my blazer. What you need to understand is Nyak's a ranger. I'm a warlock. We don't really have a lot of abilities. <laughs> Everything is zero, and if it's not zero, it's minus one. I don't know. <laughs> Nyak does the worm away from the stand. <laughs> can I roll to see? Can I roll performance to see if I do the worm well? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's an eleven. Your Honor, this is all conjecture and hearsay. This man he raises false claims to distract you and the jury from the true justice which must be dealt here today. As such, I will present one more piece of evidence, which I think will aid the strong case that I have already built here today. Um, and you see he presents, with a flick of his wrist, an x-ray depicting the damage inflicted on the queen. As you can see here, clearly the queen's body was pierced by a sharp weapon, and that is the source of her demise, further proof of her action. And if you would like, you can all make an investigation check on this picture. Can I just not even make an investigation check? I don't think a maul does piercing damage. Mm. It's bludgeoning. Do you want to sacrifice your turn and object? Oh, yeah, can I? Objection! Uh, my maul, in which everyone here has attested, I used, does bludgeoning damage and not piercing. We'll show you ourselves if you'll let us hit you in the face with it. <laughs> you creepy ass children. <laughs> so if a piercing damage is what ended the queen, then unfortunately for the children, that cannot be me. <gasps> she rejects the evidence. The evidence is false. Corrupt evidence. Throw it out. Throw it out. Throw it out. Uh, you see the dragon snatch away the evidence, um, preventing... Lugal for making a roll to try and persuade them. Oh, yes, this grows more interesting. Um, that is going to be Jin's turn. Sweet. I'm going to try to make this as performance as possible. I flop forward Willy Wonka style. Um, I go like, oh, the children's deception has given me a heart attack. I clutch my heart. <laughs> I fall forward and then I roll and then I pop back up and I go, except I know the truth. I hit the fog machine. <laughs> I start lightly dancing. Don't forget the music, Nyack. I'm just dancing to silence right now. Fumbling with my speaking stuff. It won't connect to the it won't connect to the speaker. Right, okay. I don't need it. So 
The gnomes of this land, if they were to dye their hair, they would use some form of magic, would they not? If it was a product, it would still be a product that was some kind of magic, correct? Yes, of course. You see that all the gnomes in the court are like, oh, yes, that is true. Most of our products are magic. Yes, indeed. Right. If you'll remember the video before, you'll see that the children did not have silver hair. They did not have silver hair until their mother died. Thracelia lied many times, but I believe her most telling lie was that she dyed her hair after her mother died. I believe their hair turned silver after their mother died because then they gained the power to become an aspect of Nadas. This murder was done for power. Her hair is not dyed. It was earned. It was earned the moment they murdered their mother with a piercing weapon. I cast a spell magic at a seventh level. What? Your hair will stay silver because this is no dye at all. <laughs> uh, and Holy shit. The music starts really loud right now. You cast this spell. Whoosh. The hair stays the same. The only thing that happens is her natural divine abilities kick in to try and to try and reject your magic. Her eyes glow silver, um, and she says, "Enough! <laughs> we did what must be done. Our mother was a tyrant. We were going to rule." The 12 of us, a council of siblings. It was going to be our time, our empire. And then this foolish uprising, this petite civil war, it ruined everything. How could you? Ah! She begins to gather power. You see the other children start to like sway as they gather power as well, attempting to like blast you with divine energy. Uh, But then the dragons... Silence! Justice shall be served this day. And Jens, after your turn, the black dragon is going to make an insight check on all three of you. That is an 18. The dragon reads your hearts. I'll also give the dragon bardic inspiration at the end of my turn. (laughs) Yes! Okay. Very cool. That's an 8. Uh, That is a 26. Nice. The black dragon reads your hearts and nods solemnly. It seems that justice, true justice, lurks in places you would not expect. You have helped us find the truth of this matter. And we are satisfied. You see the black dragon's eyes glow. Then she rears her head back and breathes a column of pure black flame. The the gnomish children look terrified of this flame. uh, And they stop casting the spells they were casting. uh, And they sit back down. And then the judge sees this and bangs his gavel. It seems the jury has made their final decision. If you have a closing argument, please make it now. Um, you see Lugal is like, no, we fucked up. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might be nice to watch this uh, video that we have of the children coming out after their mother has died and to see if their hair is suddenly silver. You see the judge is like, a very good idea. 
attorney Onyx. <laughs> bailiff, fetch the video. Um, you see the bailiff runs out, and then after a brief recess, comes back in with uh, even more security tapes. Um, he flicks it up onto the crystal, and you do see uh, the continuation of the video. You see uh, Captain Lita outside waiting with the other guards. You see the physician going in with uh, some other medical attendants. And then you see the physician coming out, uh, looking a little crestfallen, uh, and the two attendants carrying the queen on a stretcher. And following the queen are her children, their eyes glowing, and their hair now billowing with this silver energy. Interesting, Trisilla. In all what you couldn't recall was this moment. You couldn't remember. I understand you're under great stress, but you didn't remember suddenly dyeing your hair? You may be innocent of this crime, but you still stole a gnomish relic. You are not innocent here today, and the gavel will prove it. Judge, I have had enough of this charade. Make them hold the gavel. Make their judgment clear. You see the judge nods. Indeed, it is time. The jury shall now make their final judgment. And as that happens, you see the jury all begin wriggling their heads in unison, and they speak. We find the defendant guilty, indeed, on one charge. The theft of the vorpal socket. However, on the count of murder, we find the children of Handelia guilty, and Onyx, Nyak, and Jins fully innocent. Um, and as the dragons speak, you see uh, the jewels on the gavel gleam with power, and the judge nods and beckons you forward. Very well. Please, come forward and take this gavel to receive your judgment. Um, and the judge lowers himself down via the little elevator on his bench and comes forward to you to present the gavel. I take out the egg. Please, first, we must have the judgment. Okay. <laughs> um, first things first, I give my last two bardics to these two guys. <laughs> okay. I, I'm not hungry. Thank you for this egg. It is it is traditional that you bribe the green dragon. Okay, fine. What do we we hold this hammer? Yes, indeed. Just hold the hammer, and the judgment will be bestowed. All right. Okay. Triplets, hands in. We all one hand. One hand. Awesome. One heart. Well, one brain. Six, two hands, but they're all attached to one person, right? <laughs> two hands. One heart. Two hands. Three legs. One brain. Two. <laughs> So you all touch the hammer, uh, and suddenly... Touch hammer. (laughs) And suddenly, time freezes. It feels similar to a spell that Nalar might have cast on you in one of your previous battles. You look down at the gavel and see that the flat face of the hammer now has a mouth and eyes. Ah! So... It is time for judgment to be bestowed. Hmm. I can see that your hearts are, well, pure might not be the right word, but in the right place, let's say. 
You are guilty of one thing indeed. Stealing. But that is petty compared to the task ahead. And the power you hold to make things right. And as a hammer, as a gavel of justice, that is what I am most concerned with. So I will let you off with, let's say, a slap on the wrist. Each of you must give up something of yourself so that you can become the arbiters of justice I know you can be. If you do that, we shall call it even, and you shall be released from this temporal prison. Sound good? Yes. One thing, one part of yourself, given unto me, and then you shall be free and absolved of all crime, here and across all of Trinivar. My hands shake as they go to my terrarium and I reach for Katie. <laughs> <gasps> I, uh, I, I think I know what part of me I need to give up in order <laughs> to live a more just life. Who is this guy? Does he know the party? <laughs> yeah, Katie. This is going to be a really good life for you. <laughs> um, as you are doing this, you see uh, DJ and Kenny walk in from the vending machine room. Say, we got deep inside the vending machine and we stole all the Rolos. Yes, you guys have to go too. <laughs> what? I don't, think, I don't think you count for us because we don't like you, but you also will go with Katie. Hmm. They are also a part of yourself. Indeed. Okay. You see the hammer flies out of your hand and wham, wham, wham! Just bashes all three of your parasites. Oh! <laughs> yes. I, yes. I fall to the floor in absolute mess. Jesus, me and Kenny didn't get along, but come on. What did I do? I thought it was supposed to be a metaphorical thing, but I killed her. They I sent her to be dead. I am a murderer after all. I'm a murderer. Your essence. Oh, she was so good, so pure, <laughs> so honest, so mean. Put a chicken nugget on my grave. <laughs> Every day. Don't do so, it. She's controlling you even in the afterlife. Every day you're going to go back. You can't go on vacation. Give me I a can break. go through the drive through every she's single day. She's terrible. Who needs a vacation? What I need is to punish myself for what I, I did I further squish her. I, I step on whatever's left. Justice has been served. And thus the trial concludes. Time resumes, and you are free of your parasites, <laughs> yes. and also free of every charge brought against you. Not guilty, baby. <laughs> Not guilty! Convict me. Convict me. <laughs> what? It no. is my fault. Katie is gone. <laughs> Let's get out of here before we get ourselves executed, because I feel like nine times out of ten, that's what happens when we work together as a team of lawyers. <laughs> So while you're celebrating, uh, you see Keith runs over to you and says, Oh, that is amazing. You survived. Clearly, the gavel must have seen good things in you. I guess all that's left is to touch the hammer to the egg. Oh, yes. That is what we came here to do. Uh, Nyak sort of 
motions like he's going to back away and give them some space, but he just sits down at the bench near them to listen. <laughs> Jens also just stands there. <laughs> yes, the hammer. Yes, let's go do our mission. Unless there was something else, Onyx, I... I Naya grabs Jens's hand and oh, brings him over and okay. sits, sits on the bench. We, we can listen, but let's just not stand <laughs> right up. In, well, I'm sorry, in what are you guys waiting to listen to? Okay. I'm a bit confused. <laughs> I feel like you guys need closure. Okay, you want a show? I put on a show. Hey, Keith. You flashed the jury three times. <laughs> the least we can do is get a show here. Yes, that was pretty cool, I must admit. I have to say, you have been a very, very good person in my life. Uh, but I just condemned a very toxic person to the end of... <laughs> her life so it's just i'm just not gonna be in a relationship place for i think a while you know it just was all a lot and i, I killed Onyx. her I, I killed katie <laughs> number one i killed i watched them kill her like she was just some sort of bug. she was she was a bug <laughs> she was an actual bug keith and it was fine <laughs> she was an actual bug yes she was um, a manifestation of power that coin was simply going to steal from you yeah. It's probably better this way. She was just 100% bad. There just was nothing redeeming. Keith, whether or not I know it's better for me, <laughs> it still hurts, you know? Can you feel, can you join me there with that thought? Onyx, yes. And it is okay for things to hurt. Because when things hurt, you know that one day you will feel better. Okay. And I will remember the good and the bad and everything in between, Onyx. And when I do, I will smile. Okay. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is I definitely want to fuck you again sometime. <laughs> oh, I'm yes, just... absolutely. Yes. Nyak hits the smoke machine. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a little time because this was very traumatic. <laughs> Nyak turns okay. off the smoke machine. It's going to, it's going to smoke for a little bit anyway, but I don't, just don't feel any pressure, but it's going gonna... to. Onyx, if you want to work all this stuff out by just texting the prince in my name, it would be helpful because I'm having a hard time keeping up with all of this. So. <laughs> We're not together, but we can still fuck. Uh, I'm, I'm saying like, why don't we just sort of we deal, we deal with it later, you know? Let yeah, me, okay. I think I just need to, you know, I can just punt it. I kill, yeah. Can we punt this? <laughs> okay. Yes, I understand. Very cool. You've behaved wonderfully, except for the part where you uh, asked me if I wanted to be your girlfriend right before we went into trial. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you know what? Live and learn. Uh, I feel like just that was trying a misstep, you know? to be better. Yes, okay. But you've behaved wonderfully, but you know, I need some time. I do blame my boys for that, but you know yeah, what? That's not advice. right. I need to accept responsibility. <laughs> anyway, again, I cherish every moment. Let's still be friends. Let's kick Cash's ass and save the world. And when I am done mourning Katie, we can absolutely have some crazy sex. I'll keep my calendar open. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't be too desperate, though. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I put the egg under the gavel. <laughs> Before you can touch the hammer to the egg, you hear a familiar voice. Oh, dear. Well, shucks, y'all. God damn it. I was hoping you would get the death penalty. 
Certainly would have made my life a lot easier. It's pretty inhumane, actually, the death penalty. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Super fucked putting up. Putting it out there. Get different political opinions, loser. Yeah. You know what? You're right. It's a bit harsh, but it would have worked in my favor, so I'm going to allow it. <laughs> That's a problematic way to view the world. <laughs> what a what a terrible POV. My God. <laughs> I just ignore texts from the prince as I'm saying these things. <laughs> How could you just how could you just use somebody like this? Yeah, that's this is where we draw the line. <laughs> um as you're making your case against the death penalty, uh you look over <laughs> and see the bodies of the gnomish children and their lawyer shudder. Then they turn silver and begin melding together into this giant form of Cash's face. It kind of flickers and waves in front of you and then begins to speak. Oh, are you surprised? I kidnapped these kids ages ago while y'all was living it up at that wedding. Anyway, I'm just here to let you know that I'm actually going to be accelerating the timetable on my little master plan. Thought I might extend you that small courtesy. I think you just really like us. You talk to us a lot. <laughs> You're obsessed with us. You're <laughs> obsessed with us. Stop. Oh, stop it. Everybody's obsessed with me these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're right. Maybe it is just Jens. <laughs> you're obsessed with you're Jens. So obsessed you're obsessed with Jens. You're kind of a god. What's your deal? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the last chance I'll get to have a little fun before everyone's under my control. So I might as well take it. Anyway, here's what's going to happen. Uh, as he talks, uh, the giant head morphs into this huge silver mirror. And on the mirror, you see Coin in his godly form speaking to you from what appears to be the top of a skyscraper in Venadas. I got a bit tired of waiting for the moons to align, so I figured I'd utilize one of my newfound abilities. Courtesy of Nalar. Coin's hand starts to glow. He turns to face the moons hanging peacefully in the skies above and fires the most powerful haste spell you've ever seen directly at them. My god, those moons are fast. <laughs> <laughs> the beams strike the planetoids, causing them to glow with a strange light. Then suddenly, the moons begin to move, inching closer and closer towards alignment. Suddenly, the mirror melts back into a chorus of coin, which chuckles in unison. <laughs> Better clear your schedules. The children all snap their fingers and then explode into a pile of silver cockroaches. Ah! Uh. That's pretty cool. <laughs> cockroaches are kind of better than children. I try <laughs> to stop them. <laughs> you see the cockroaches all skitter into the cracks and crevices of the court. Mm, just like a child. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> As this happens, you look over at Keith and see that his face has gone totally pale. He mutters to himself and starts running calculations in his head. Oh, this is... Very bad. Yeah, this is. Before Cash cast that spell, we had three weeks to prepare. Now, we only have three days. And that 
is where we'll end our session. Woo! Just so everyone knows, Jens was wearing a full Phoenix Wright costume during the whole thing. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Fan artists take note. <laughs> Please. Ah, well done. You did it. You solved the mystery of the murder of the Clockwork Queen. Yeah. Ah. Damn, we, we played mock trial. That was <laughs> That good. was fucking, y'all brought the heat with that. That was really fun. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, I am very excited to talk more about it um, on The Short Rest, which you can, of course, find at patreon.com slash nadpod. Don't sing yet. <gasps> we, oh, Don't sing yet. Oh, no. excuse me. Do it. I did it for a second. I'm going to swatch you with a newspaper. Don't sing yet. <laughs> Ow. Oh, my God. <laughs> it wasn't that what? It wasn't that hard. It wasn't. I didn't hit you that hard. The fact that you did it at all. <laughs> Uh, well, let's forget about uh, that act of cruelty and move on to some <laughs> plugs. Uh, I would like to plug our P.O. box. We had some fun stuff sent to us there. Uh, if you would like to send us things, you can, of course, do it at 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, California, 90027. Uh, we got a couple of fun things. Ooh, we got a Blu-ray DVD box set of the Lord of the Rings trilogy from Austin B., Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. That's the extended versions, baby. You know each of those movies is nine hours at least. <laughs> so incredible. So indulgent. <laughs> um, from Elizabeth L, we got a giant crocheted rose. Oh, it's baby. Big. Wow. And I wish that we could all record together because it'd be fun to like pass it around Aww. when we're doing the roses. So just picture that in your head. <laughs> I will. Someday. Someday again. Someday. And then lastly, we got uh, from Emma H., a.k.a. Rhonda, the half-work barbarian, who is the proud small business owner of a rodent and pest extermination service. Some very sweet notes and a bottle of sudden wisdom whiskey. We cannot wait to share it. Next time, we're all together. Hell yes. Did anyone have anything else they wanted to plug? Just this show. Oh, yeah. Listen to the show. It's Check good. out Not Another D&D Podcast. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Check out our show. It's uh, it's called Not Another D&D Podcast. Rate and subscribe. Tell your friends about it. Here's the thing. Listen to it while you listen to it. Mm. Hell yeah. Beautiful. I would also like to give a shout out to uh, Henry A for the D&D Beyond subscription he gave me, which I use to plan out these fun little sessions. It was fun to look at Tiamat stats for the jury because- <laughs> yeah. wow. That's really funny. You couldn't fight her, but it's fun to have her in there. <laughs> um, Trevor Lyon for producing and Daniel Ramos and Kematsuo for sound mixing and music. Uh, you can find Trevor on Twitter at Lion at Large, Daniel at Shoebirds, and you can also find Kay on Twitter with at Night Sharks. That's with two S's. Also, thanks to Jens Christian T for composing some of the music you heard in this episode. Jens was actually at the trial. Uh, they were the court sketch artists, um, and they did some very unflattering portraits of all three of you. What? Shit. Jens. Rude. Excuse me. <laughs> um, and most importantly, thank you so much to my nieces and nephews for playing with me. Mm. Thank you, Donko. It's fun Thanks, to get a little Grisham with you this time. <laughs> <laughs> you can, of course, find all of them on Twitter at chmurfismurf, at eactford is Emily, at jakehurwitz is Jake, and at Caldy is me. 
Ooh, you can also tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We, we are, we are. The youth of the nation. We, we are, we are. The youth of the nation. Ah, very nice. That was fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means I need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders, starting with Jeffrey S., Andrew M., Beardman Dan, Brad D., Cutter W., and Danielle the Dastardly Dame, the gnomish engineers responsible for winding all the clocks in the gnome lands. Every once in a while, when they're feeling wild, they'll switch to daylight savings time as a goof. Danny P, Dylan B, Elena C, Haldor Frostback, Steelbreaker, and John S, a.k.a. Schubert the Mushroom, a group of teens who are planning on renting out the Ritz-Snarlton penthouse for their prom after party. Now, thanks to Retrieval Team 22, they've been forced to watch Friends in Danny P's parents' basement, Total Mood Killer. Jordan DJ, Scott D, Adam R, Mixologist Michael McD. Balnor's Boy and Jibe G, Gnomelandian detectives who are all really embarrassed they missed the claw marks on the ground in the throne room. In their defense, none of them are as good at doing the worm as Nyack. Justin I, Elena M, Jacob C, Daniel R, Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, and TJM the Gnome Barbarian, other suitors who attempted to woo Prince Aster. Unfortunately, none of them shared Jen's truly sincere love of money and fame. Destin C, Trailer the Crayfay, Sergio Salazar, Solomon Zacharias de Sequani, Kelvin Noodles, and Michael L. Keith's friends who are trying to help him cope with the breakup by sharing funny memes in the group chat. Unfortunately, all the funniest memes in Trinivale are made by Clasp Co., so it's a real pickle. Richard X Machina, Trask the Traveler, Jory S, and Ryan, wizards who recently invented a dimensional doorknob so powerful it can teleport you past airport security and directly to the Chili's to go. Troy McSee, Mike H, Nicholas C, Sam L, and Samuel B, the elven druids who invented the star banana. They've been hard at work developing new crops and are excited to debut their new fruit, a tomato that can scream later this year. Zolo Dolo, Austin MR, Gage M, Colton B, Curtis S, and Jens Christian T, a crew of friends who, each on their own, are tough hangs, but when they all come together, one of the most solid crews you'll ever see. Matthew E, Andrew B, Reese NS, Eric and Andrea B, Kaylee Elise, and Jordan L, various other gnomish guards that were about to be called as witnesses in the case against Onyx. They were drunk and watching a UFC fight at the time, so their testimony might not have been the most accurate. Matt M, Barnesinator, CC Lulu, Jared E, and Jay, gnomish video game creators who are currently programming a Phoenix Wright clone called Jens Lindell, Bard Attorney. The famous objection point has been replaced by a Dispel Magic, but the game is otherwise exactly the same. Christopher B, Dana G, Joe McG, Persephone, Aiden RH, and Austin C, the jury alternates who were super excited that a five-headed dragon was called ahead of them so that they wouldn't have to serve on the court. Eric G, Aaron S, Lucas B, Luke H, and Timmy R, another family of gnomish siblings with silver hair. As soon as they heard about the outcome of the trial, they've been furiously searching for hair dye so they won't also be implicated. They're thinking of going blonde. Zach C, Devin W, Michelle O, and Dan, the greatest legal defense team in all of the Gnome Lands. Unfortunately, they were too expensive, so Retrieval Team 22 had to go with Onyx's ex-boyfriend. 
Omri M, Maxwell C, Mike K, Stephen C, and Nikki W, a team of pro bono defense lawyers who are about to step in with the Obsidian defense, a theory that Onyx could not have knowingly committed murder with Obsidian's insane brain constantly eating at her mind. Grace G, Karen T, Shane B, Kevin M, Mateo C, and Raul N, the groomsman at Jens' wedding to the prince. That's right, he hasn't responded to any of the prince's texts, but he has begun planning a lavish wedding. Maribel the Kitty Morphing Gnome, Angel B, Esme M, I Am the Atlas, and Michael C, Rebecca's solid work friends. They might not be actual friends, but they're also solid that the potential is definitely there. Nicholas P, Robert F, Atticus C, Casimir the All-Knowing, royal guests who were staying in a suite next to the prince's quarters and were kept up all night by the sounds of Jens rolling around in gold for 11 hours straight. Chris R, Nicholas D, Michael KM, Panama James, Eric McD, and Nathaniel P, documentary producers at HB Gnome who plan on doing a true crime series based on the Gnomish Queen's betrayal called Dragons, Deception, and Dispel Magic, The Death of a Gnomish Queen, a Mark Wahlberg production. Rebecca O, Nick L, Jack L, Temporal, Burley T, and Christian A, the magical crew of Trinivale's Jet Blue. They've got the power to teleport, shoot fireballs, and yes, they have pop chips. Jay Dragonborn, Jonathan O, Michael M, The Red Rain, and Drew Nasty, the prince's pals who are equally rich and out of touch. They offer the prince helpful relationship advice like, Send a golden swan full of money as a thank you. KJ, Hordofo, Dave H, and Feldonis, Katie's friend group. Luckily, they're all so toxic that they won't care when they find out that Katie has been destroyed. Grant, Adrian the Halfling Bard, Eric B, John HN, and Adam G. In the alternate reality where the friends are real people and not actors, these five people all live in the same building as Ross. Grant is even on friendly hi-buy terms with him. Pretty neat. New York, Nick W, Ryan W, Axel A, Christian S, and Catherine S, Katie's pals. They love to cruise around the streets with the top down on Nick's Volkswagen Cabriolet, but now that Katie is super dead, they're all going to somberly cruise to her funeral. Shadow, Ben A, Douglas A, Nathan, Big Bad John, Brittany B, Keith's friends who convinced him to tell Onyx about his feelings. Not entirely sure they gave him the best advice on timing, but they were ultimately trying to do Keith a solid, so they have my respect. Emilio D, Frankie Koala, Keith K, Cody B, Felix F, and David K, a bunch of keychain robots who are all fighting bravely in the battle for Circuit City. They're sadly outnumbered and could use just one more friend. It's a shame that Keychain was kind of socially pressured into sticking around with the triplets. Richard J.M., Aston S., Cody C., Fatty Daddy 187, Porkchop, and Raphael O., the team of dance instructors who taught Nyack the worm. The one thing they didn't seem to teach him is an appropriate time to do the worm. The Sandrean, Chanel M, Hannah W, Alice, Depressed Demon Hunter, and Jonathan Deb C, a six-headed dragon who runs the Department of Education in the Gnome City. They kind of have a multi-headed dragon for every different branch of government or publicly funded program. Not sure it's a great move. Justin Raccoon, Crunch, Patrick B, Alice A, Master of Puppos, and Minette F, Trick Talk Trinfluencers, who would love nothing more than for Jens Lindell official to join their platform so they can cyber bully him. Ooh, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you to all of our listeners, all of our Patreon subscribers, and of course, our benevolent Council of Elders. Uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash nadpod to listen to our short rest. 
We'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you all so much. We'll catch you all next time. That was a HeadGum Podcast.